You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci Fi Five. Five minutes of science fiction history for June 11th. When it was released in 1982, E.T. broke box office records, and it's still considered one of the greatest films of all time, but the original script was very different. Steven Spielberg completely changed American cinema over the course of just two years. 1975's Jaws is generally considered to be the first summer blockbuster and was the first film to break $100 million in the American box office. Two years later, Close Encounters of the Third Kind helped pull Columbia Pictures from the brink of financial ruin and, along with Star Wars and 1978's Superman, brought mainstream audiences back to science fiction. This success caused an unexpected dilemma for Spielberg. While he wasn't especially interested in creating a Close Encounters sequel, he also didn't want to hand the reins over to someone else. He'd seen that happen with Jaws. His solution was to pitch a sort of spiritual successor to Close Encounters. Like Close Encounters, this new film was based on real reports of alien sightings, but this time, rather than spending the majority of the film off-camera, the aliens meet and interact with a normal human family. Oh, and they're completely terrifying. That's right, E.T. was conceived as a horror flick. Originally titled Night Skies, the film would have featured not one, but somewhere between 5 and 11 extraterrestrials, depending on the draft. The script was based on reports of a Kentucky farm terrorized by three-foot-tall goblins on a night where the whole town witnessed strange lights in the sky. It also drew from some of the darker stories of alien encounters, featuring graphic depictions of cattle mutilation, mutilations which, in the film, were to be the result of a single touch from an alien's glowing finger. Spielberg's first choice for director was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre's Toby Hooper. In the summer of 1980, Spielberg was filming Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Columbia Pictures had spent more than a million dollars on pre-production work for Night Skies. Spielberg, however, began having second thoughts. After the heightened action of Indiana Jones, he wanted to get back to the tranquility, or at least the spirituality, of Close Encounters. He read the Night Sky's script to screenwriter Melissa Matheson. She was moved to tears by one moment, a closing scene where an alien who'd befriended the family's young son was left alone in a field, abandoned by his crew as their ship left the Earth. This single scene became the basis of E.T. and Me, a script which Matheson wrote in just eight weeks. The higher-ups at Columbia weren't happy with the change. They were expecting Spielberg to deliver them a blockbuster horror film, and instead, they received a script they thought would only appeal to children. Reportedly, Columbia President Frank Price said he didn't want to make a wimpy Disney movie, in his words. Columbia sold the E.T. and Me script to MCA for $1 million and 5% of the film's profits if it managed to make any. Very little changed from the first draft of E.T. and Me to what we saw on screen in 1982. Aspects of Night Skies absolutely influenced some of Spielberg's future work. He eventually brought on Toby Hooper to direct Poltergeist, a film about a family being terrorized in their home by the unknown. The script's slapstick elements made it into Gremlins, which, 
like Night Skies, features one innocent member of an otherwise monstrous species. E.T. itself, of course, was a critical success. It also beat out Star Wars to become the highest-grossing film of all time, a record that was broken by Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park, released 11 years later to the day on June 11, 1993. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for June 11th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.